0: Because it's liable to be a revival for the week that see power, it'll break everybody.
1: How y'all doing? Guess who's back? That's right, I'm back, man. I'm back in I show. Sure miss y'all. I hope you miss me too. All right, so this is Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm the host, Mister Talk, in the house. Yes, yes, yes. First, I would like to apologize for not being here for about a month and a half. But hey, it's been a very busy month for me. I tell you, June was very, very busy. Uh, you know, DJ gigs and. Appointments and stuff like that, but we're here today. We're here today, so we're gonna give you a hopefully a great show that you will enjoy, and maybe give you something to think about in the process at the same time. But let me tell you how y'all can be on part of the show. Uh, you can call me at three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. You can email me eric ericletts, l e t s talk at gmail dot com. And don't forget to um, hit me up on social media. Yeah, because I got all that going on as well. So those are all the ways you can participate in the show, and I do look forward to hearing from you. Uh, yeah, because as I said before, man, summertime, things are live opening up, and, ooh, you got to make that money, man. You got to make that money. You know what I mean? But, In the same token, we're going to bring you a good show today because uh, I'm feeling pretty good, I must admit that. Um, And with all that being said, that's, that's a great thing. That's always a great thing. All right, so before we get started on anything on the topics I want to talk about today, I see somebody want to talk to me before I even get started. So we're going to go ahead and do that and, and let's see what's going on here. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Apologies, not accepted. Now you
2: know who it is. <laughs> Now you know. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, hello, Joe. How are you?
2: How you doing? Hey, you know, don't tell me you've got the headline, Uncircumcised Information, like you did last week.
1: Yeah, the same, yeah, same, same thing. Same okay. one. Yeah, hey. same one. Mm. Well, what you mean? Oh. What, what's, wrong how,
2: the,
1: what's wrong with that? What's wrong with
2: that title? Circumcised is only used in one way.
1: Only one way. What do you mean? Only one way.
2: When you're a child and the doctor circumcises you. That's only, circumcised is only used in that one particular context, as far as I know.
1: Well, yeah, but I'm using it as an example because some parents don't circumcise their young men. You know what I oh, mean? Is that, uh, oh, is that the context of the show today? Uh, no, we're not talking about circumcision of uh-huh. young men. Well, I'm, uh, I'm using it I'm using it like as an analogy somewhat, you well, know, how, how you well. have information but it's hidden, so you got to pull that foreskin back. Oh, you Jesus. Know, get, yeah. I
2: thought you were yeah. an evan- evangelical Christian. Ah. <laughs> what they got to do with anything? Oh, Evangelical man. Christian?
1: Where oh. in the world?
2: Who the hell wants to visualize that analogy? Jesus, <laughs> pull the <laughs> <voice> back. <laughs> well, Hi. you
1: know what though? When it when it when it comes when it comes to the knowledge uh, and information that needs to be put out, you know, a lot of it is hidden under the you know it's hidden. Well, so yeah, it is. It, that,
2: oh God, yeah. Whatever.
1: Huh. Yeah. So, you know, in order for us to get to a point where, you know, we won't have all these major debates about this or that, you got to pull that foreskin back. So that's why I said, um, circumcised knowledge. So what oh, whatever I put you on that, boy. yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was clever myself. Yeah, a, Yeah, when you put it on the headline, so obviously you thought it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and it made sense to me. It really did. It still it does. Was. I mean, especially when you you get to thinking about the um the the the, the fight that's going on right now for critical race theory and yeah. you know um, the 1776 Commission, quote unquote, the patriotic education. I ain't. It's just a lot out there, man. It, it really is.
3: You know what I like to talk about?
2: I like to get your viewpoints on whether or not all of this pushback, which people keep telling us we should do, if it's going to make any difference. I personally don't think it's going to make a
1: damn bit of difference. Pushback on
2: what? When you talk about the issues that are popping up, like critical race theory. Now, you have school Mm. boards, right, and you have people in front of the school boards all across the nation saying, get rid of this critical race theory. Right,
1: right, right, right. Like
2: people are saying, and if you have issues that you don't like the government indulging in, push back, resist, stand up, let your voices be heard. I say, <laughs> maybe 20, 30, 40 years ago, but not now.
1: Well, you know, you know Joe, I, I think that um, now is the time, really. It, it really is. Because you know and i i'm looking at the legislations that, that that um that have you know made laws to prevent this from being critical race theory from being taught in schools across yeah. the nation you know mm-hmm. however the governor of illinois just signed a law requiring um public schools in illinois to teach a unit of asian american history so here's my thing what what makes that so acceptable but When you start talking about what went on in this country before, quote, quote, 1776 and beyond, you know, and beyond, what's wrong with with teaching that? You know, what is wrong with teaching that? Let me tell you,
2: critical rate, if it was just to wake up a segment of America, to let uh, people know, because because when when I went to school, I learned about slavery in history class, okay? Um, Right. And by living in America, you know about the differences between the races. How one acts between the races, that's a different story. Now, critical race theory, its theory is to let uh, Caucasians know that um, a certain segment of the people were enslaved by the ancestors. But that's not even true because my grandparents were not here during slavery. Okay? so right. But the context of critical race theory is to make white people feel bad, not just to wake them up. It's not to create sensitivity. It's to make them feel guilty, and um, to make them feel like white supremacists, and to make blacks victims. I don't think that's a healthy, um, a healthy way to teach, uh, you know, race relations.
1: Well, Joe, I have to agree with you. I, I do. I have to agree, disagree with you on that one, because I don't think i from what I've read and research. That is not the point. That is the narrative that those against it has have put up, out, put out there. And of course, you know, everybody run with it. But that yeah. is not the purpose. That, that That is not the purpose. So, you know, it's not to make white folk feel feel bad. It's not to make black folk feel like they're victims or whatever. It's just an acknowledgement. Of the history that slavery in this country, you know, and black people, black and brown people, have contributed more to this country than has been told. You see what? I, do you understand yeah, what I'm I, saying? Yeah, I understand and, what you're saying. And, and and the actions, a lot of the 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 actions um, by quote unquote lawmakers, you know, throughout the years have. Um, contributed to a lot of the situation right now that, that we have going on. You know, it, it, it's bad when, when you know, it's, it's almost like the Colin, Colin Kaepernick thing. Uh-huh. When he said it wasn't against the flag, his kneeling wasn't against the flag. But that's the only thing you keep hearing is against the flag, against the military. That's not true. But you have the talking heads that don't want, uh, I, and that that is what, what, what really uh, bothers me, is why they do not want this taught in school. You know, say, well, we got patriotic education. Well, that's more like propaganda if you really look at it. It really do. You know, in, in history class, you know, uh, Paul Revere, you know, Paul Revere rode and yelled and what have you. But what they don't know is there was an African-American that rode the opposite direction of Paul Revere, doing the same thing, but you don't hear about that. You know, and and, and and my point is, let's open up, let's get it out there. Let's get it out there. Well, I agree you with
2: you that if they were to teach, if they were to teach the contributions of African Americans throughout the, uh, the course of the country, that would be the thing. I'm going to have to read the critical race. I read segments of it, you know, that were yeah, in the media. I'm going to have mm-hmm. to read more of it, but um, I know that there were black <laughs> mothers and fathers who got up there in various school boards and did not like the teachings of the critical race theory for the same um, issues that I had just presented.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, that's, that's a part of the first step is helping people to understand exactly what this is. Now, critical race theory. You know that that was not the 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 thing was sixteen nineteen project. Okay, now where this critical race theory uh, title came from, I have no idea. You know, it just popped up and everybody rolled with it. But
3: mm-hmm.
1: that you know that was not the original name for what they want to talk, and and it kind of started in the um, with the Trump administration. You know, with with the. Um, with with the 17, because he started a 1776 commission because he just wanted patriotic education to be taught, which is fine, but include everybody in it. That's what, you know, that's what I'm saying. I agree with you on know, that. Yeah. yeah, just include everybody in it, not just, you know, Betsy Ross, Paul Revere, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, which wasn't as great as people make him out to be. But, you know, let, let's talk about more than that. Yes. Slavery did and was one of the major contributing factors of getting the United States economy um, going. Is that those are facts? You mm-hmm. know, between the, between the cotton, between the rice, between the sugar, between the tobacco, that that was it, and that's why the, the Southern states had a problem with it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, with, it, with with ending slavery.
3: Hmm. Well, I,
2: I agree with you that every contribution and every every atrocity. Because uh, when I go, when I, I've told about the show I go to on Saturdays, and we uh-huh. we acknowledge that America, um, the Republicans are they're conservatives. I'm a libertarian. That the Republicans and Democrats are responsible both for the demise of this country. Um, you know, because
1: I, I don't I don't disagree with that.
2: You know. Um, I'm going to have to read itself the critical race theory, uh, what they teach in school. But what I've read about people's reactions to it, like um, certain white kids feel very bad about and feel ashamed about being white as a result of the critical race theory. And I've read that that's that's the purpose of it. Uh, even no. Judge Joe, I think Judge Joe Brown uh, says the same thing. So I'm going to have to read it myself.
1: Yeah, and that's what I did. If you if you type in 1619 project,
3: uh-huh.
1: um, the New York Times and bring it up, it it bring up the whole curriculum. There's there's um videos you you can watch and and you will see like what is the big the harm in this? You know, and and that is that is the the the, the thing that's really whoo, you, you know like you know what I read
2: with fighting. the segments with the excerpts is that white people um, if my memory is correct, it may not. maybe it's just the media, but uh, white people should be ashamed of being white. Uh, white supremacy has kept down people of color. Things like those kind of phrases that are supposedly taught in the critical race theory. I don't think the, those statements um, are appropriate unless they're put into the proper context.
1: Right, right. Right. I mean, if you go back and study, study the history of this country, you know, there's no way you can't say that white supremacy, you know, had a lot to do with, with, with. um,
2: Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody was white.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. And and, and, and in charge, in charge, you know. And so, yeah. And, And certain laws and things were passed. Uh, uh to keep it that way and a lot sure, of it was passed was to yeah, yeah and a lot of it was done to appease the the slaveholders in 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 the, in the south mm. you know um you know that's like uh the constitution right you know if, if people was to sit down and really look and read the constitution it, they would find out that slavery the the the, the institution of slavery is not even mentioned in there until, what, the 13th Amendment, I think? Yeah. Yeah. To the 13th yeah. Amendment. You know, so, yeah, you have some, in, you know, that was in the commission or whatever, the, the thing, work, making up the Constitution. However, I, I, what it goes back to is being said, look, y'all had a chance to end it then when you formed this country, okay? Mm-hmm. But you did not do it. You didn't do it.
4: You yeah, know, in Washington, fact, you never—you didn't even yeah, mention it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, see, that is not what's being, you know, that's thats not being taught. You know, the, the, the same trying to make white people guilty, that, that come on now. We're in the twenty twenty-first century. You know, if you're feeling guilty, then you need to look at yourself a, a little bit deeper then because there's no reason for you to feel guilty. You know, about history and fact, you know, now, you may want to, you may feel a certain way, like, dang, I didn't know that, you know, uh, or, yeah, but to feel guilty for it, no, because nobody, I know, personally, I don't know nobody that was a slave, I don't, maybe my great-great-grandmother was, but she never talked about it, you know, when she was here on the earth, Mm -hmm. so, um, I'm going to have to but, take a
2: look at the 1690. You know what the rap against it is, is that um, the people pushing it want to make America start at 1619 and forget about everything else before that and make slavery the
1: focal point of the beginnings of America. Well, you, you know, Joe, <laughs> if, if that is, you know, when the... Uh, uh, I'm looking for my notes right now. That, that that um, if that is the first slave ship hit 1619, and I think they said it was called the Sea Line or something like that, um, then yeah, why not? Why not include that? Why not include that? That's not to say that that's not that's when America started, but if the first slave ship did get here, then yeah, why not? Well, I say
2: why not too, because slavery did play a major part in the um, um, formation of America. But what I also uh, heard another years ago when I heard it was that Mm. one out of five um, uh, plantation owners had slaves, which meant that four out of five didn't. So eighty percent of the plantation owners didn't have slaves; twenty percent did. So the minority of plantation owners had slaves, which by the by itself was atrocious. When you take a look at photographs of how slaves were whipped and the stories about how they were kept in captivity and tortured and the women were raped. But uh, one out of five is still better than the, than the concept of almost all plantation owners in the South had slaves. That's the impression that people got from years ago.
1: Yeah, from years ago, right. Yeah, the slave ship name was the White Lion. The White yeah. Lion?
3: Okay.
1: The White Lion, and it landed at Port Comfort in 1619. Now, I, I don't see anything wrong with wrong that. With that? I, I mean, if it happened, make it part of history, you know. And, and I think the big, big problem comes when, because, um, you know, changes, change is one of the, the, the craziest things in, in this country, when you start talking about change. Mm-hmm. And especially when you come come out the history of a country, you know. Hey, look, this is overlooked history here. You know, history in this country, it, even in school and stuff. Yeah, you learn about slavery, but it's such a small uh, uh, portion that you just look at it for that class or whatever, and then it's gone. Unless it's a movie come on or something that you see, like Roots or what have you. Yeah. Okay, but do you
3: do honestly? You
2: think, mm-hmm. Huh. Do you think right. the teaching of uh, the teaching of slavery because years ago in history class um, we were taught slavery right you know, we were taught about slavery. Do you think that slavery the teaching of slavery the focus on focusing on it might have a backfire effect in that when you teach something about a certain segment of people being enslaved, then the people who weren't enslaved are now going to look upon the slaves, the 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 descendants of the slaves, as slaves. You were slaves. I wasn't.
1: That kind of thing. I, no, I honestly don't don't believe that. I, I I don't because um because everybody knows it it it, it happened. Everybody knows you know the, the 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 treatment that these individuals suffered through. We know that. Um, so I don't think it's going to be I, – I think that, that politicians and the talking heads are blowing it more out of proportion than it has to be. It can be incorporated it, 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 with ease. It, it can be. But for some reason, you know, you have the lawmakers that are fighting tooth and nail against this, against teaching it. You know, and all it is is bringing out history. History. You know, mm-hmm. Um are now are they afraid are they afraid that you know the more history comes out the more the push for reparations have become greater? Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, because of, of the fact that a lot of land was taken during this time after slavery that belonged to blacks. Where well, a lot mm-hmm. of blacks were forced off their land. You know, and then sold and they sold cheaply to, to white men. You know, even Indian Indian the Native American uh uh Land and that happened to them as well, but this yeah, is history,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. you know.
1: Now, if we don't know, if we don't know what happened in the past, how can we re- prevent it from happening in the future?
2: Well, as you're alluding to, you know, if you don't learn history, you're doomed to repeat it.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. So that, that's why I say it, it's, it's nothing wrong with teaching this 1619 uh, 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 curriculum. Is there's nothing wrong with it? You know, everybody has their great, you know, well, I'm scared this is going to happen. No, no. You, and I don't think you give the generation today enough credit as to how they will um, accept this, this type of curriculum. Now, the only other the only problem I would see if you get some totally radical teacher, you know, but then that's still left to the perception of the student. Mm-hmm. You know, but but to say, you do know, to pass laws that say, no, you can't teach this at all, but then turn around and, and have a governor uh, say, well, no, you can't teach the 1619 uh, Project about slavery, but you can teach a unit of Asian American history. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. where, where's, where's the, you know, what's the difference? Right, mm-hmm. exactly. And you know, also... And my thought is, teach it all. Put it out there. Let it be known. Mm-hmm. Let it be known. You know, there, there's a lot. A lot well, too. I'm it. gonna have to take a you look know, at it
2: because um, I want to. I want to read it for myself. The only thing I have read are reviews about it and people's opinions mm-hmm. about
3: it.
2: So I'll right. read it for myself and you know, and come to my own
1: conclusion. Yeah, and, and that's what I tell everybody. And that that's. I, You know, I was hearing about it, and that's what I did. I went and pulled it up, looked at some of the videos, looked at some of the curriculum, you know, and I'm like, what is wrong with this? What is wrong with this? Now, if anybody's feeling threatened, maybe it's the legislate, you know, the the, the politicians,
3: Mm
1: -hmm. you know, maybe they're feeling a little guilty about it, but I don't see how it's going to change the way white white people feel. I, I really don't. About that, about nonsense oh, like, like I said, that. Take a look I think I just yeah. think it, it's more uh, uh, um, hot air, and they just preventing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, because let's be honest. All the years, the education that I received, the education you received, and some of the others listening to the show, you know, that's a little older. Mm-hmm. Once if we were sitting down and really look at it today, it was nothing but propaganda. That's all it is. And it's, it's still going on.
2: Well, I think you know. that the um, uh, history books that have been uh, taught to students in the last 20 years are probably propaganda. I have a textbook. That's a world history textbook. It's not an American history textbook, unfortunately, but still has you know, a large segment in there about American history from 1953. And in that mm-hmm. book, it's, it states plainly that America, along with Japan, China, and Russia, were imperialist nations. you don't get that in, in today's history
1: book
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: nope, you don't yeah mm. you know, so when you when you look at that, you're like, okay, you know let's let's go on and do it, you know some people say rewriting the past will not change our future, you know, yeah. but it, it could change our future if we know what not to do. Uh, what not to do, especially if mm-hmm. it, you know, was detrimental in the past. But the other thing is, I don't, I don't think they really want people to understand that, you know, the economy mm-hmm. that this country has was based on uh, 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 what was being produced back then by slaves,
2: well, you know, out uh, how, there in the how, field. How much, uh, how much of the economy do you think was contributed towards it by slavery?
1: Huh? How much? Yeah. Well, I would say about 80%, actually. Okay, now yeah. I would
2: have to dispute that. Because you think if, so? Well, I don't know for sure. But I know, um, remember what I was telling you that I heard uh, years ago, that one out of five plantation owners had slaves, which means 80, 80% didn't. So if 20% of the plantations had slaves. How could they contribute to 80% of the economy?
1: Depends. See, and with that number right there, Joe, the question is, was that just in a certain area, or they're talking about a country, the nationwide?
2: Um, I don't know. I just, I just heard See, one out of five. Yeah,
1: right. So, I mean, was that down in Louisiana? Was it in Florida? Was it in Alabama, Georgia, you know? Right. I don't know.
2: Yeah. It bears more investigation.
3: Right. <laughs> I, I also,
2: since you and I have, you know, your show has been around for years. I've been coming here for years. You and I both like to take a look at, at, um, at things personally and come to our own conclusions So that's, and question what people say. So if, if, if somebody is saying, well, slavery contributed 80 percent to the economy, I'm, I'm going to ask, well, where, where are your sources? Where are your historical sources? Who are they? Um, what footnotes do you have? What particular documents are you uh, referring to? Because if that number of one out of five is true, then the 80% um, seems to be a little bit mythical. But, again, I don't know my figures. uh, I just know what I heard. I don't know if those figures are correct. Um, But, again, in anything, any type of issue, people have to take a look at the issues themselves and ask, who and what are your sources. So I'm going to take a look again. I'm going to take a look at that 1619 project. You say that the curriculum is online. I can take a look at it and see what's being taught.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's online. Yeah, it, it really is. It, it is online. You know, of course, we, we've already talked about, you know, how people saying, well, it's going to make you feel this way. No, it's not. It is not. Mm-hmm. no 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 it's not going to make them feel any any more uh uh radical or how the militant as the some of them would say than the killing of uh, uh shooting the black people or killing the black people on the street by police mm-hmm. it also if any if anything it help them understand the situation a little bit more mm-hmm. but Do you that is uh, um
2: are they huh? concentrating on on slavery or are they are uh, mixing in a good amount of the contributions
1: that blacks uh, have uh, have uh, have done. See, it, 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 see, and there you have it right there. See, once it came out, and you you know how we are, we say about words and key key what what we call them keywords and what have you. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: when it came out and it mentioned about slave ship landing in sixteen nineteen, and you know that's is initially when all this started. Everybody went cuckoo after that. Nobody really stopped to go in and look and read what was being said. They just stopped right there like, oh, no, we can't change that because the history of this country starts in 1775 or seventy six was ever one. You know, that's when we, we celebrate all this blah, 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 blah. But if a ship landed in 1619, okay, then that that was the beginning of slavery if it had slaves on it. I mean, you know, those those are facts.
2: Yeah. Do you know that? You know what I've always thought. of? I always thought that the Constitution and George Washington, even though George Washington, I think, was the greatest president because he fought for seven years to save the, in order to create America. But at the same time, when they defeated the British, in the meantime, between the time of seventeen seventy six, I think it was seven years later, so seventeen eighty three. When they formed the country, they had eight presidents before Washington. Only they didn't call them presidents. And those eight people who See?
4: were in charge,
2: um, right? They were they were using the um, Articles of Confederacy as opposed to the Constitution to run the country. But that's not that's not even in my um, in my history book. My, well, it's, my, it's a world history book. It's not in uh, any history books that um, that I had when I was a kid.
1: You're right. You're right. It, 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 let's see. Pianke says it's, the 1619 Project is terrible. The 1776 is correct teaching. All blacks were not slaves. No joke, Pianke. We know that already. Blacks did not what build the Pienke? U.S. <laughs> he said blacks did not build the U.S. Yeah, Pianky, yeah, I disagree with that. They had a major part in building this country. Yeah. They did, but that's part that's not being told because they don't want it to be told. You know, when you when you have the majority and you and you in charge, um, and you know some of your stuff was circumspect, yeah, you are gonna fight it, yeah, and it's gonna be some that agree and some that don't. Well, PK, I don't agree with that because I do believe the, the slaves did build a lot of this country. The slaves did invent a lot of things, you know. But at the time, because of the situation they were in, they could not, you know, make any money off of it. Okay? So, you know, <clears throat> see, P. Anke, he he's going, he's stuck on that slavery. You see what I'm saying, Joe? When you hear slavery, that's all they get stuck on, slavery.
2: So, uh, you know, yeah, so the, yeah, the curriculum, does it have a good sprinkling of the contributions that black Americans had? Because if it doesn't, then it is focusing on slavery.
1: Actually, it does. It, it does. does. It, okay. it, it Yeah. It, like I said, it's broken down into a whole lot of different parts, you know, and you have to go and look at each part, you know, separately, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and. A lot of people, they just stop at the top or whatever the reading is, and then they don't go and look at the videos. They don't go and look at, at the curriculum and some of the questions and stuff like that,
3: hmm. you know?
2: Well, I'm going to,
3: yeah,
2: because Pianke and I, we've engaged in, um, in Hook, oh because uh, he goes to the same show I go to on Saturdays, and we had on two different shows spoke two hours about the division between Whites and blacks. Two di- two hours and two different shows. Uh, I had a um, the owner of the show, Donnie. I've well, I've invited you to come. I had an I had a show on Monday, last Monday, and I uh, put down a rule that I said, I'm not talking about race tonight. <laughs> I don't want to hear <laughs> one more damn thing about well, whites should do this and blacks should do this, and blacks are versing, uh fighting whites and whites are fighting blacks. I don't want to hear it. It's important, but it's boring when you've had it for two hours straight on one show, and then two almost two hours on the the following show. Yeah, we've had well, um, and there are other topics to talk about, like Biden and his crazy um, his crazy policies.
1: Mm. (laughs) We'll get to that on another show. Um, Let's Mm. see, Carton accounted for less than six percent of the GDP. Yeah, who did
2: Carton? What's
1: cotton, cotton, yeah, oh, ca- cotton, oh, cotton, yeah. I thought you said cotton. No, 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 no. Now it says, see, like I say, depends on what you're looking at. Here's another article that says even the Civil War where all cotton constituted 61 percent. Yeah, so.
5: Still shorter than 80 hours. One article
2: says cotton only contributed 6%, and another article says it contributed 61%.
5: How do you
1: get
2: that wide range of difference?
1: I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah, 61% of the value of all U.S. products shipped abroad. Before the beginnings of cotton boom in the 1780s, North America had been a promising but marginal player in global economy. Yep. Let's see. Cotton grown in the United States accounted for 77% of the 800 million pounds of cotton consumed in Britain. Let's see. Yeah. It also accounted for 90% of the 192 million pounds used in France. 60% uh, in Zolverine and 92% of the 102 million pounds manufactured in Russia. So... Yeah, I guess it's breaking it down as far as who getting what by shipping. Yeah. So, so he's just in the chat
2: room.
1: Usually, he likes to come. No, in. he, no, he's on, he's on, he's on the um, switchboard. He's oh. on the switchboard. Yeah, um, I'll get him in here in a minute. But yeah, so, you know. Yeah, the 1690 is not about all blacks were slaves and all blacks are slaves. However, uh, the, a lot of the actions that took part back then is still being felt today in, mm-hmm. in, in, in a roundabout way. And I'm talking about land seizure, um, you know, people being run off uh, mm-hmm. off the land, you know, like Juneteenth. I, I got a problem with June. Juneteenth being a national holiday because Juneteenth only really pertained to the state of Texas, mm-hmm. you know, because at that time, Juneteenth, there still were slaves in places like Kentucky, I think Missouri, Virginia, they still were slaves there. So that was not the end of slavery, as we have been told, you know, but, you know, that 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 is what what this government does. Um, You know, they throw a crumb out there and say, okay, we'll throw you this crumb out there. That way you we won't catch so much slack about not allowing 1619 to be uh, taught in schools. It, it, it's a ploy they use all the time, but nobody seems to, to understand that.
2: They really don't. I thought slavery ended in 1865.
1: You're saying that. See, Exactly. Yeah, no. d- still, December, still okay. December sixth, December sixth, eighteen eighty five. Eighteen eighty five? I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. Was it eighteen eighty five? Wow! So, yeah. twenty years later. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. Mm. But see, you once know, again, and you know,
2: that's a not show, being taught either, huh? There's a good show you would like to. Uh, it's a Black Talk Radio Show. I came across it a few days ago. It's blacks. Um, talking about the enslavement of slaves today uh, blacks today using uh, uh, the weight of the judicial system. and they make some damn good points. It's called abolition, abolition today, I think. So I asked them where the sources were and they said to me, well, you should really go back to the very beginning of uh, their shows, which is listed on Block Talk radio. I may or may not do that because I'm not going to spend an hour of my life listening to somebody talk, I'd rather read
1: something, you know, <laughs> right.
2: and, and skim through it and find the relevant uh, items within the uh, within the article. But what they were saying makes sense. Um, so, uh, and they weren't whining about it. You know, how, you know, some people go, well, you know, if it weren't for white people, you know, I, they're keeping me down. They weren't talking about it like that. They were they were referring to um, at least the fact that they had at their disposal, which I didn't have at my disposal. And they were making sense about how the judicial system is very weighted toward, because I asked him, I said, how if you had a hundred black people in front of a judge, how many of them would be innocent? And the guy said, practically all of them, because when he then he started explaining that when you, outside of those who are really caught with the uh, with the contraband, a lot of the defendants who are black would go up in front of a judge um, who are charged with the crime. Don't have the evidence presented against them, but they have to do plea bargaining,
3: right, in order to
2: stay out of prison. So people right. say, "I'm innocent, but I don't want to spend, you know, uh, risk going to jail for ten years. Let me take a plea bargain, or let me yep. let me go on probation." So yep. in that way, they were saying that's well, that's one way of keeping uh, black people down through the judicial system. So I said, well, uh, um, I went back to the original, the original episodes. I haven't listened to them, don't know if I will, but the way that ex- they explained it makes sense. Okay. that was, that The year is 18, yeah.
1: 1865, not 1885, 1865. 1865,
2: okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, 1865 is the date that I remember from history when I was in in high school, Well in grammar school, so. Mm. 1860 was the war. 1865, the war ended, slavery ended. Um, yeah, Jim Crow though persisted way beyond even the 1964 uh, Voting Rights Act.
1: Mm. Yeah, they said Pianki say over 400,000 white boys and men gave their lives on the Union side. Where's their reparations? They were fighting for their reparations, Pianki. Uh, but that be come on pancake that's 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 petty right there that's petty what do they need reparations for they already had everything okay that, they already had everything okay now i'm sure their relatives were forced forced off their land in the middle of the night you know told mm-hmm. them you better get out or you're gonna die you see what i'm saying yeah, yeah, and he says, he says Lincoln did not free any slaves. He had no authority over the states that left. Exactly, that that is that is true. That is true. But once again, there's something else that's not that isn't being taught. You know, so yeah.
2: But didn't Lincoln do a great job of healing the nation? He could have um, imprisoned the Confederate soldiers and the governors, et cetera, But he. He allowed them to, to remain Southern states as they were, but not to, you know, not to fight for succession and not to fight a civil war. So I think he did a good job of healing the nation. If other, anybody else besides Lincoln would have, um, you know, would have taken General Robert E. Lee and the other um, the other generals and imprisoned them.
1: Yeah, well, see, people forget Lincoln was a politician at the same time. You know what I'm saying? He was a politician. So he was playing both sides. He was trying to play both sides.
2: I can't argue with that because I know that two years before the war broke out, he did say publicly in a debate, he's not for slavery. He wasn't against slavery. He was for the Union. And if and he, um, he said, I, I think he said, if the Negroes are the slaves or whatever terminology he used, have to be sacrificed for the union, they will be sacrificed. So I don't think the war, a lot of people say, well, the war is fought over slavery. That's part of it. The war was not fought in order to free black people. The war was fought over economic disparities, in my opinion.
1: And that's a good opinion. That's a good opinion. Because the taxation
2: in the South was supposedly um, a lot higher than the taxation in the North, and the federal government was extending its authority in an overreach manner um, against the South. So they so they believed. Um, again, we don't really know what's true, because when history is written, it's written by the victors.
1: <laughs> Once again, a good point. <laughs> Once again, a very good point. Hold on, let me... Frankly, let me bring Ross in here real quick. Uh, okay, let me get it in here. Uh, okay. P. Hey, Ross, welcome to the show. What you got for me? Long time. Hey, hey
6: Joe.
1: He's been about such a, a long stuff. time.
6: He's talking, he talking about stuff. a lot of stuff people don't know, and he is exactly right. The war was not over slavery. It was over economics because they were losing their labor force. Remember those slaves was doing all of the work in the field, you know, and it wasn't just about cotton. Everybody wanna talk about cotton. It was not just about cotton. You know, it was every agricultural entity that they had at that time. And so that's a lot of free labor force that they were going to to lose. And this is why the South wanted to succeed from the nation. Because they didn't, they, did, they didn't, want, um, they didn't want the people to be free. They needed that free labor because they took a economic hit. That's why they they came up with sharecropping. They said, okay, well, we'll let you live on the land. We'll give you a house. We'll give you, if you continue to work the fields, and we'll pay you a little bit of money. You know, see, so so that's really what it was about. You know, it's this disillusion you know, that this war was about slavery. It was not. Not, 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 you know, it might have been, slavery might have been the tertiary reason, but it definitely was not,
7: it was not the number one reason.
2: I don't think that the Union uh, fought for slavery. Maybe the South did in order, as you're saying, P. Ross, to keep their economic um, labor force intact. But the Union, I don't think people at that time, were humane enough to, to believe that they were going to join uh, the army to fight for a bunch of darkies. I always had trouble exactly. believing that.
6: <laughs> exactly, exactly, and you're exactly right. Even those slaves that were um, initiated in, into the army, you know, um, they was under the, the un, you know, under the uh, uh, illusion that that's what it was about, but it, it truly was not, and they saw that. Mm-hmm. You know, they saw that as members of the army. They could see that. Nothing changed for them.
3: Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah.
6: Everything was accepted.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, right. uh, I'm, 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 uh, I have to do my homework. <laughs>
1: uh, Pianki says, the U.S. government did not reap any money from slavery. Show me where, any time. So, Pienke, mm-hmm.
4: the U- U.S.
1: government did because they were shipping this this P-A-C- cotton P-A-C- off to P-A-C- England, as I just said. Go ahead.
6: p a c is an idiot,
7: okay? I'm
6: just going to say that. I'm just going to say that. Believe the lies if you want to. You know, we get um, a sense of entitlement because we got a little bit of prestige, and we want to say this is the greatest country ever, but for who? stop believing the lies, stop living the lies, you know? And and that's the problem. It's the same thing. And, And this is why this race is so divided because of people like that, you know, they continue to perpetuate the lies. They don't want our history told. They don't want what we've been through told. But you can bring up documentaries on the Holocaust You can bring up documentaries on World War II, but what happened to us, the atrocities that our ancestors suffered, you know, that we went through just coming to this country. Nobody wants to talk about the Indian Wars, but even there are documentaries on the Indian Wars about how the government lied to these people, how they lied to the chiefs, how they made treaties and didn't honor the treaties. How when 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 um I think it was Crazy Horse or whoever it was, he went to Canada and the the US government told him told Canada that they would give them sanctions or whatever it was that they told them if they helped those people so he didn't have any other choice but to return back to the united states because they literally starved those people out nobody wants to tell the truth that's the problem see because it makes them the caucasian people the europeans look bad for the death and the destruction that they caused and that they continue to cause and that they continue to perpetuate even until this day. They quit to say, go back to your own homeland. But you took this land from indigenous people that were already here when you came over. You would not even have lived if it were not for them. You were dying by the hundreds because of sickness and disease that you brought over here. They had to help you to have life. So if we gonna tell the truth, let's tell the truth. See, that's what they don't want you to know. They don't want to talk about all of the inventions that black people, enslaved people, made in order to make their lives more easy in doing their work for them. And because a black man couldn't have a patent. A black man wasn't even considered to be a human being but was considered as chattel. They took these inventions, put it in their name and reaped all the benefits. You wanna talk about the benefits and show you where the government reaped the benefits? There it is. But see, you keep wanting to perpetuate the lie and all of these falsehoods and you don't want children, our children, to know the truth of the matter. But now that we don't tell it Let's tell the whole truth. Quit trying to hide behind an ideology. That is just not the truth. Because when you look in the mirror, when those people look in the mirror, when those people look at their ancestral history, what the hell do they got to be so proud about? That they was able to conquer conquer people who own the land or who said the land don't belong to anybody? And it's still the belief of the Native Americans. This is their belief. The land doesn't belong to anybody. It is God who has given us this land. And you took advantage of those people. You killed those people off. You gave them a false religion and a false pride, told them that what they believed was not good enough, but it worked for them all those years before you got here. You've gone to almost every country over the world, and try to convert them into something that they did not believe. A system that is so corrupt, that keeps you here at, at the high, in this hierarchy, in this caste system, is really what you want it to be, that says that everybody else is beneath you. But then, at the same time, saying that God has no respect to person, I can't be both ways.
2: Could you do me a favor, me. P. Ross, and tell me how you really feel?
3: <laughs>
6: Joe, I tell you, 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 you you never change. You are one consistent. But I'm so serious because this is what they say, and they always want people to be made to feel less base. You see what I'm saying? Well, see, if that's, we're all yeah, created right. people, then didn't act like that. Why was there a need for separate bathrooms? Why was there a need for separate lodges? Why even today, when black people want to move into a prestigious neighborhood, they get pushed back? Even now, see, from that's the what I'd like to address from, too.
2: Do you really but do you yes. believe that there is really systemic racism existing today? Yes it is. Okay. Yes
6: it is. It still it 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 still exists. Um, Maybe not to the magnitude of what it was in the 60s and 70s, -hmm. but even in employment, you know, and as I said, even in the housing. We just had this article we read today um, about the um, economic uh, bill that wasn't passed to assist the black farmers. Mm -hmm. Why would you do that? Why would you push back against that? You know, and it's just like, it's like two steps forward and eight steps back, really. And 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 nobody wants to admit, and that's the problem. Nobody wants to admit.
2: You know what, what I I'd like? To yeah. I like to. I like to. Um, I don't. I can't participate in the debate. I would. I like. Wouldn't mind being the moderator in a debate because I like to do interrogatory uh, debates instead of mm-hmm. one side speaking for five minutes and then sitting down letting the other side speak for five minutes. I would like to be like the Supreme Court justice. And interrupts people to make sure that people don't ramble, to make sure that the line of um, and the issue that the line of, of direction is is being continued on. I um because uh, systemic racism to me means that let's say five whites apply for a job, five blacks apply for a job, all five whites will get accepted. Uh, three out of the five would be rejected blacks because they're black. Now I don't know that, huh?
6: Yeah, but they're not going to tell you that's the reason. That's the seed. Is 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 not is not going to be.
3: No, good point. A, They yeah, can't tell you because they would get in trouble.
2: But how right. how how would a person know that they're being rejected you know, simply out of uh, because of the uh, the color of their skin?
6: Yeah, most 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 times, what has been my experiences is eventually somebody talks, somebody says something, you know, uh-huh. um, and 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 it's brought up later. It's found out later that hmm. this is why. Because you know, in any corporation, in any office environment, there always the, there is always the local gossip, you know, like. Um, People will say, well, you know, well, you know, we weren't hiring them, you know, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and it's like a coded conversation, but you know what they're talking about, and these things are overheard. Now, this day and time, you know, things are being recorded, like the the congressman saying, you know, to the GOPers, you know, well, we just want to keep uh, um, chaos going <laughs> for the next 18 months, uh-huh. you know, those those kinds of things. You know, that that is going on behind closed doors that only those who are affected by it know the true cost of it or know the true extent of it. But then again, mm-hmm. what can you possibly do, you know, if you don't have your own economy, you know?
2: Well, there's the EEOC that people could complain to. Um, the raw yeah, government agencies but, but, that people could complain to for, um, you know, if they're not granted loans, um if they're not given if they're not granted um, access to neighborhoods and if they're not granted access to jobs.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: But right I, um, there,
6: I, there, huh? there are you you're right Joe there are those avenues out there. But my thing is and if we really want to look at it how effective are they? Cuz they can only do so much. The mm-hmm. corroborating the corroborating evidence sometimes is just so hard to prove. Yeah. You
3: know, uh, it's uh, your
6: word against yeah. theirs. You know, yeah. unless there's been a the track record. You know, yeah. but in the absence of, of all of that, you're just between a rock and a hard place. Honestly.
2: Hmm. Well, see, that's my that's my criteria for the systemic racism. I do believe that on a day to day basis, what I call the sidewalk racism, that exists. Today. Mm-hmm. But the systemic mm-hmm. racism the overall overreaching, overarching um, rejection of people of color from the resources that people need in order to get ahead. Um, As you're saying, it's hard to prove. And when you take a look at uh, the inroads made of black people in Congress, uh, black politicians, black uh, entertainers, black scientists, black teachers, etc., then the argument can be made, maybe without proof, but taking a look perfunctorily, that systemic racism does not exist.
6: Yeah, Perfunctively, yes, it, it it could be, but it does exist. It mm-hmm. does exist. It's just it's as just it's just a hard thing to prove, and especially when you have when you have a people. Who so often once they've made a a measure of wealth? Uh,
2: oh, I have no doubt about the motivation is,
6: of people less, with power. in power. Yeah. Unless in then, you know, in, and yeah. in, in, in for lack like of a, a, a better way to say it, is they they become the enemy to their own people.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: You know, they they become the enemy to their own people because you know they're they're not they're not reaching back, they're not helping. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in order to maintain their status, in order to maintain what they, you know, what they have so-called achieved.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: You know, so so it, it they just fall in line with the, the the status quo, so to speak. I should say.
2: Yeah, you know, what's, it would be interesting. There's a white person who's been doing this for years. Probably, I think his name is Tim Wise. His last name is Wise. I think the first name is Tim and he's been talking about the disparities as you've been talking about for years
3: Mm -hmm. and
2: how uh, the so-called black uh, affirmative action or the black um, or the granting of uh, favors to blacks have been done to whites all the Uh time Um, I think one example he mentions is like for example he was talking about I think affirmative action to colleges and he was saying that the kind of affirmative action, uh, as like endowments, have been granted to colleges. I'm, I'm, I may be bastardizing his example because it's coming it's coming from my memory, and I okay. should be in a home sometimes when I have to rely on my memory because I have got <laughs> I, I got to have the beginning por the beginning portions of dementia, um, but. He's got a website. It's probably org or, you know, look up Tim Weiss. He gives good examples okay. of, um, you know, how he's one person who won't, you know, who doesn't mind going against the grain. <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah. All
2: right. We need more
4: people
1: so, Yeah. Great conversation, man. I'm telling you, I'm loving this. All right. So what are we going to do? Oh, man. Man, you know, Pianky put something in here about uh, um, blacks couldn't, well, anyway, about the GI Bill, which is wrong. Blacks, they could get the GI Bill, but they made it very difficult for them to utilize the GI Bill after they came back from World War II. So, yeah, it's half true, Pianky, but it's the truth. Uh, Let's see what else he's putting in here. How about systematic racism that black conservatives experience like not being allowed to talk? Oh, man. He
2: means, he means
1: him. <laughs> I know. I know what he means. I know exactly
3: what he means.
6: <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but when you have the power, you you do stuff like that. So, hey, live with it. <laughs> why? He,
2: he, why no. did he get? Is he banned from the show?
1: I thought.
6: Like no,
2: he's he, not.
1: No, banned. He's not. <laughs> he's not banned from the show. I'm <laughs> going to open up his mic here in, if, if you, in a couple of seconds, so he can <laughs> he can go on in and, and, and do his thing. No, he talking about Steve Harvey and others. You oh. know.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: You, you, you know. Here. Here's the thing with that. Nobody is. You know. If you're going to talk, talk fine. You know, but here's the problem. Everybody's talking, but nobody's listening. Everybody wants wants to say, well, this is the right way. Well, history has shown us, and here we are in 2021, that the history we have come to know is not totally correct. It's not. It's missing key pieces. It's missing key pieces. And, And for some reason, as I mentioned before, the people in power don't want it being told. Why not? If we can be taught that the 4th of July, Yankee Doodle, Dandy, Betsy Ross, all that is great. So why not talk about um, the guy that rode the opposite way of Paul Revere? Why not talk about, I mean, let's let's be honest, the, the women that work for NASA to help get the Rockets up into space. Who really heard about that? Right. Nobody right. knew right. any of that existed. Uh, I heard about two women,
2: Yeah, two women were not even, uh, I don't think they had, Master's degrees. They may have graduated college, maybe not, but they were consulted about that. Two black women. I heard.
1: Yeah. So I mean, so why not put that out there? Why why are they so afraid of putting the history out there? Is 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 it going to make them feel inferior? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they are the ones that are afraid that they're going to feel inferior, or guilty, you know, and they're going to have to own up to some of the stuff that was done. Now I'm not saying they all of them did you know had anything to do with it or their families, but if it is, it is. Put it out there. Quit trying to hide it. Why are you hiding it? But anyway, go ahead and bring bring this knucklehead and,
6: and,
1: in. And,
3: and,
1: and therein is the question: Why are you hiding it? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So let me let me go on and get him in here. All right, Pianke, you're on you on the air. Um somebody told me to ask you, do you know you do know you're black, right? They told me to ask you that. They said what? You do know you're black, right? Listen,
8: my name is P- Bancoli, Akinwale, Wale. Nefkofi Neg nigga- Nefakar. Those in the know know my name. <clears throat> Just like Muktoumbu. T- M- that played basketball for the Houston Rockets, I think it was. People that know in the know know where he's from when they hear his name. Are you and as far as the wow. critical race theory is concerned, if parents don't want their children to be exposed to certain information, no matter what it is, that's the parent's choice. It's not the teacher's union. It's not the superintendent. It's the parents' choice. If parents don't want that in their school district, that's their business. As matter of fact, state law stipulates that that the curriculum, teaching instruction, and textbooks can be whatever the district wants it to be. Not by Joe Biden. Not by Congress. Congress has no authority over school districts that's anyway, unless okay. they let them be.
6: That's not altogether true.
8: And see, why come I can't talk without being talked over? Uh, we listening.
1: listening. Go ahead.
8: We listening. Go ahead. Hell yeah! And this thing about slavery we don't tell slave. Why was Africans expelled from Africa? Many of, them. not all, but many. Nobody tells about that. Slavery was not nothing new to those people. Even chattel slavery. And to say that this land was stolen, this
9: land wasn't stolen. Now that I'm going to have Indians waged
8: war you. against the United States, and they got defeated.
1: That's, that's, what you, that, that, <laughs> that's
8: what you said. You had on, the Treaty well. of 1832, and you had the Treaty of 1866. As we said, Lincoln had no authority over those states that seceded, and guess who else Lincoln had no authority of?
1: He had no authority over the
8: Indian tribes because they were sovereign countries. Matter of fact, the Indians didn't release their slaves, the Creek didn't, until April nineteenth, eighteen 1866. Going on into July of 1866, with other tribes, and you had the Chickasaw and the Choctaw told the United States, "We are not releasing our property until you, unless you want to pay for it, which they did." And the last payments was handed out in a, in uh, 1952. Nobody talks about that. How was forty acres and a mule going to work by the Germans? When it was Indian land, you can't give away Indian land. That's why a couple on it. It wasn't white folks' land. You talk about that all the time. Everybody talks about it. It wasn't white. It's not white folks' land. Well, they're right in this particular case. It belonged to the Indians. Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia. Georgia was Creekland. Mississippi was Choctaw. I'm sorry, Chickasaw. Alabama was Choctaw. Oklahoma didn't become a state till 1807. So who owned all the land before that? It was Indian territory. Black Wall Street got torn in 1921. So where did blacks get the money to build those buildings? Black native blacks. They didn't. It was Creek money that built that building. And it just so happened to be black. Creek coming red black, and later on, white.
3: Yeah.
8: Tells the story like this. If that's the case, how does Sarah record okay. that 12-year-old girl, how does she acquire 160 acres that she leased out to Standard Oil to drill oil and gas and well, what they did gas later when they created Pipeline? She was making the equivalent of today of $5,000 a day being paid to her by Standard Oil. That information is out there. Don't look for it. You said that if you want to hide something from black, you put it in the book. Well,
3: when we'll you got up, your man, schools
8: schools where you only got 5% in math proficiency, and you've got about 10 or 13% in reading proficiency, who the heck can read? Come on, you know better than that, or you just did not know. And yes, and slaves, the United States did not profit off of slavery. Only thing that they could have profit off of was the 1808, the 1808, uh, well, actually it was in the Constitution, of the head tax. But how, it was at the eve of the Civil War, you had about 2% of whites had anything to do with any slavery. The North didn't have anything to do with no slavery and cotton-growing. It was the ones down in the South, the plantation owners, which included blacks and Indians. How did the United States uh, profit from slavery? There was no income tax. You didn't have income tax until 1913. There was no tax on businesses. You didn't have no, ex. this country had no export tax like some countries do today. They had an the import tax. Joe, I'll see you later.
1: Nobody wants to talk. Now. Oh. No, no, no. oh, I'm sorry. I was Hello. talking. I just had my mic mute. My bad. But, that, you know, P-N-K, that that is, <laughs> that is not true. That is not true. That is not true. The economy was based off of cotton, rice, sugar, tobacco, and see what else they had going on. So, yeah, without without that, without that, there would have been no economy. Let's be honest. But, you know, everybody says this is a bad idea, but it's okay. All right, let me bring, uh, all right, Sergeant. we don't want all that screaming and yelling, all right? And I see my other two callers. I'll get to y'all in a few. Uh, go ahead, Sarge. you got about ten minutes. They're going to yell and scream and do what you think oh, you're going to do. Ten
5: minutes? I won't need that long, but I appreciate the time. I'll be able to get it all out, and I don't need to yell and scream either. Because, uh, you know, as long as Mays ain't here, you know, because I need to translate <laughs> to understand what the hell she's saying. But, look, I just want to say this. The 1619 Project was utterly shoddy history, considering the fact it won a Pulitzer Prize. It is a series of essays, I believe there's seven or eight of them, I read it, I don't have it in front of me right now, seven or eight essays on various aspects of the United States' history with slavery from 1619 to 1776, and beyond. And uh, I've never seen a project that's supposed to be so prestigious that had to issue so many retractions and apologies, to include a tepid one from the New York Times for its numerous historical inaccuracies, to include one from Hannah Nicole Jones herself, the chief editor of the thing, in which she regretted her lack of historical perspective and nuance. That's what she said about her own work. And believe me, she was forced to do that. Now, I really find it absolutely fascinating that these same people in the 1690 Project resurrected the King Cotton argument that was used before the Civil War by pro-secessionists, pro-slavery plantation owners to say that secession was feasible and and that uh, uh, controlling cotton exports would make the confederacy economically process, would ruin the industry and economy, particularly of New England and much of the Union economy, and most importantly, would force the United Kingdom and maybe even France to support the confederacy because their industrial economies depended on southern cotton. In other words, they were making essentially the same argument with some differences that the 1619 Project does, the secessionist slave owners. They were trying to say, if you war on us, you're going to ruin your economy. When in fact, as Pianchi pointed out quite accurately, the latest historical research shows that the cotton economy was probably 6 to maybe at a maximum 9% of the total GDP of the United States. Significant? Important? Yes. But a deal breaker? Absolutely not. Because the Southern planters helped, for various purposes, local and state taxes kept double books. And they can't, uh, the, 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 you could not rely upon the accuracy of even the historical record to determine what the truth of their holdings was. I mean, they come up with this stuff about 1619, when in fact I'm not going to hold the United States responsible for a single thing before July 4th, 1776, because it didn't exist. Didn't exist. When 1619, when Jamestown and the Virginia was not even an English colony yet. It had been settled by contractors and privateers under the protection of the crown, but it hadn't officially become a colony yet, and slavery didn't even exist. The first 20 slaves that were bought to Virginia had been taken from a Spanish slave ship by an English pirate ship. They were dropped off in Jamestown, and none of them were forced into slavery because slavery didn't exist. They were made indentured servants. They served out their indentured servitude for seven years. One of them, named Anthony Johnson, bought the first legal case. A freed indentured servant come slave, I guess you might say. He went to court in New England to get another indentured servant, made his permanent slave, and won his case in court. So a black man got the first official case of a slave in the, what became the English colonies everything about the 1693 project is bogus in its major premises it says that the united states was formed this is unbelievable and I, I even got to say this was formed founded to preserve racism and slavery not 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 that it was an incidental part of the united states which undoubtedly is in fact i would say its greatest original sin i acknowledge that but they said it was, that was the reason it was founded. Another total lie. We had a little thing called Declaration of Independence. In that Declaration of Independence, it lists 27 reasons as to why the United States separated from Britain. Not one of them, not one of them, not one of them lists a fear that the crown is going to end slavery in the colonies when they were having slavery in their own West Indian Caribbean societies and were only beginning to end it in the United Kingdom, or Great Britain rather, not the United Kingdom, but Great Britain. So that's completely bogus, right there. That's one of its major tenets, and it's completely false. If you just look at the historical record, which is readily available, we're sitting there right in the rotunda capital in Washington D.C. The Declaration of Independence says otherwise. That's the reason okay. we we separated from England, or whatever the United States did. Okay. Every major premise of this thing, and I mean almost all of them are completely specious and false and do not stand up to historical scrutiny. I mean everything. They talk about dates, times, places. I mean, it's just shoddy. I mean, but the one good thing I think that is valuable about the 1619 Project is that it sparks a conversation so people could get real education and they could really learn about the founding of this country, its relationship to slavery. Hell, I don't object to teaching. I welcome it. I welcome this discussion. I want to have it. What I don't want to be is hectored, intimidated, bullied, and and browbeaten by street corner rabble-rousers who tell me there's only one way for me to think about anything. That I won't accept, and I will fight to the death against it. Hell, I would—no, I'm not going to say that—but I will fight to the death against being told how and what to think. I can study history as well as the next man. In fact, I'm better than most people. And believe me, I can form my own conclusions about it. I don't need anybody telling me, well, you know, my racial identity is, what, is the way I'm supposed to form a conclusion about the historical record. But that's what they're trying to do, the 1619 Project. It is nothing more than a tool that is being used to advance the argument for reparations. They distort everything that they attempt to do. And I mean everything. Not that there isn't a kernel of truth okay, in it. Okay, wrap it up. Cases, All right,
1: Wrap it up, Sarge. I got more callers.
5: Hey, wrap we up. We gave you ten minutes. I ain't checked ten minutes yet, and I'm almost ready to wrap it up now. But here's the truth: there's a kernel, there's a kernel of truth in much of what they say, and they take that kernel of truth and they sprout it into an oak tree of lies, distortions, and omissions, just like they did with the Tulsa thing. Yes, it was a massacre of innocent people, but again, they leave out the perspective, the nuance, and the context, like they do with everything else. And finally, this is my final point. The United States committed the original sin of allowing slavery in the states. It did not require Constitution, nor the federal government, required slavery in any of the states. The states elected to do that by their Tenth Amendment powers. And not every state did, or they got rid of it shortly after the country was formed. So not every state allowed slavery anyway. The ones that did, did it under the Tenth Amendment rubric. The United States Constitution did not require it. However, we must keep in perspective. This is what I'm talking about with perspective. The United States, not 1619, hell with that. The United States, from July 4th, 1776, allowed slavery in this country, chattel slavery. I'm talking about chattel slavery, being born into it. They allowed it for some total of 89 years. That is the span of one lifetime. Compare that to the Mongol Empire, the Persian Empire, the Chinese Empire, the Roman Empire, the Greek Empire, the Songhai Empire, the Mali Empire, the Egyptian Empire, and tell me, what's the difference? Unless you can't do math.
1: All right. Thank you, Sarge. Thank you. Uh, let me bring, uh, oh, my goodness. Let me bring Mays in. All right, Mays, you got the floor. Talk to me. Hello, Mr. Tucker.
7: I've heard this and I've heard this and I heard why? We, why do we have so many people upset about the 1619 project? And we want to go down to the Jamestown River. We want to talk about everybody except the first president on of this. The first president called John Hanson. You don't find the the, the, the spooks talking about him. And then again, we want to hear people talk about education. The best fella in this in this country. What does she look like today? Since black kids are supposed to be so dumb, what does she look like, Mr. Talk? Do you know? No. She's a little black girl. Oh,
1: talking about those.
7: Yeah. Best fella, oh, okay. The best fella in the country since kids are so black, kids are so dumb. She's represented the best fella in this in this country as of today, compared to who some Indian kid last year. So if they were so dumb, we wouldn't have one coming out knowing how to spell. So when you hear these these uh, bright people trying to convince you and so mad about what they see that happened in history, let them tell you there wasn't no slaves. And she got three. She got three. You in book of You don't hear them talking uh-huh. about that. They always want to put stuff down that we do and lift up what somebody else done told them about. And then when you talk about Black Wall Street, Black Wall Street is not the only one in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They had them all across this country. But he don't, he, he, P. the dummy, I mean, P. the piss always talking about black people ain't never did anything. He should be mad about all the things he have seen that they've done and that's been kept away in history that people can't even see that don't know nothing about it. And he can take the state that he lives in and look it up and see all of the stuff that was done and when that was burnt down and destroyed and never given back. They got a case sure. in California today. Been trying mm. to get, the, get their land back for 90-something years. And they finally going to give it back to him. I mean, prestigious property. Mm. Beachfront property. And he got the nerve to be sending him mad, him and Sergeant Dave. this smart off of somebody else's brain, can't think for themselves. All oh, mad and, and hot and everything. They're not giving no history. They're not giving you the history that... Why didn't you celebrate Juneteenth, June Mr T- Mr Talk since you were in Texas? Say, like Say what? Don't
1: you Say celebrate Juneteenth? Do you celebrate no. Juneteenth? No. no. Actually I, I never, never heard about I never heard about Juneteenth until I I was stationed in Texas. I never well, heard well, about it.
7: You from Texas. Well we celebrate May the first. but where we were from. And mm-hmm. they don't know nothing about that. So tell them when they want to bring out some history, find some that they Tell them to discuss John Hanson. He helped write the Constitution. Did they know that? But they don't want to recognize him. They don't even have a picture hanging of him up there at the, at the at the at the White House or the Capitol or wherever they got those pictures hanging. Tell them when they see those in there, know a change. They walk around here horn for these other people and, and mad with their own people just because they bring up history, and in now And that's all I have to say for this moment.
3: <laughs>
1: all right. Thank you, Bill. All yeah, right. I hope have to uh, all right. Next let me bring Jamal in. Alright, Jamal. You're here, man. Talk to me.
9: Uh, uh you know, I was I'll be honest, I was gonna call him and uh goof on Egypt a, a bit, but what Sarge is saying is completely ridiculous. He was trying to he's trying to equate American slavery to like the Mongols, the Greeks, the Romans. That that is the most absurd thing. He does realize, of course, in those situations when there's that kind of slavery, that that was not based on any kind of racial identity. Because the racial identity of slavery is a completely different thing, a completely different kind of evil in the world than had ever been conceived before. I, I, I honestly can't imagine why someone would think that. I, I honestly, like, you have to be ignorant of history to be able to say something like that. And I'll be, I'll be completely honest. I, I was going to call here and make a prank phone call, but this is not a prank phone call. I can't believe someone would say something like that. That man is ignorant. He needs to learn his history. Because in the Roman Empire, the Greeks, slavery was an institution. Yes, it was an institution. The humans have always had some version of slavery, but the, the original evil of America had to do with it was a racial identity. And if he can't understand that, I don't know who can I'm sorry for being
2: a, a, a bit angry, but this is just ridiculous. Let me ask you something. What's the distinction you're trying to make? What I think yeah. Sarge was saying, and this is my interpretation, because I know nothing about uh, the 1619 Project, critical race theory, etc., but I think what he was saying was that in, in the 89 years, which is atrocious enough for people who have been slaves, yes, based upon the color of their skin, but in the other empires that he was mentioning – Slavery is slavery. When you are a slave, you're not an indentured servant. You are whipped. You are told what to do. Your women are raped, um, etc. So, what's the, why the racial um, component making it different and more important than um, than the other slaves, cause you, Armenian slaves, etc.
9: Because you can't you can't live it down. It, it, it's you, this idea of race is a modern idea. So, like, and by the sense of modern, I don't mean like in the last 20 years. I mean in the sense of when modern political theory started. So that's like the 1700s. It's it's the idea of it predated evolution, but it's combined with that, and you can't you can never live it out. In Rome, for instance, you have people who were born in slavery, who then were able to emancipate themselves through. It's it's different than the American model, but were able to actually uh, produce. Um, uh, I mean, it's not defending their, their version of slavery, and it's not to, It's it's a gross subject, but they were able to actually get themselves out of it. The American model never had that, and in that eighty nine years, eighty nine years, it didn't stop. Uh, you know, in year ninety, it continued to go. That's why the whole civil rights there was needed. It's why, it's why it's still not stopped.
2: Well, the Jim Crow, of course, the Jim Crow laws existed after slavery uh, because people, just like when the wall uh, came down in when, when Berlin and the um, USSR was defeated, the Russian generals didn't say, ah, good, uh, the American generals defeated us, let's go and have some vodka. No, communism still exists, this still exists, oh, for um, Jim Crow laws existed. Man, what?
9: My man, like, getting rid of communism from Eastern Europe was a lot easier than trying to get rid of racial animus in America.
2: I'm not comparing communism to racism. What I'm talking about is that the racism, the uh, slavery, you said that it didn't uh, end. And I'm agreeing with you that Jim Crow laws persisted afterwards.
9: Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, okay? It was, it was, and
2: I made that comparison yeah, to communism yeah. because the wall, when the people said when the wall came down in Berlin and the USSR was supposedly defeated, that communism was defeated. No, it just went underground, re-emerged, and is now present today um, as of, as atrocious and as effective as ever. That's my point.
9: Uh, I think I disagree on that because
2: is
5: it,
9: communism is a political ideology. Racism is something you feel in your bones. It's something. It's something deeper than that. It's, it's how you. How you. When we talk about critical race theory, it's it's now this new scary term that you know is going to try to divide people and make people scared of anything that doesn't resemble. Some version of I don't know nineteen fifties history uh, American history. Let's boil it down. Let's, let's be serious about this for a second. Well,
2: instead of my so defending, what? my defending Sarge, um, Sarge does a pretty damn good job of defending himself. So um, I'll just uh, I don't
9: know, man. I I, I like I, I again I didn't I didn't necessarily come here to to make some valid points. I'll but like I I. I Honestly, what are you saying?
2: Like I said, he's pretty good at defending himself, and if um, since he knows more about what he read than I, I certainly do, then he should be allowed to defend himself against somebody who's going to be a detractor against him. Uh, I don't. Uh-huh. know.
9: <laughs> all right.
1: Yeah, but I mean, if you saw me All phone? right. Yeah. Hold on. Let me. Let me get. Him. All right, Sars. Don't be doing all that yelling. Uh, all right, Sergeant, Your lines are open.
5: Right, I just want to make sure. Now, have I done any undue yelling to this point?
1: Just did, but I want to make sure
5: I moderate my voice in accordance with your wishes.
1: All right, go ahead.
5: Yeah. Now, I I, I really like to point out that your caller here is saying that you know, well, United States slavery was unique because it had a racist element to it. Well, you know, all right. Well, we, look, every aspect of every civilization is unique because civilizations are unique. Cultures are unique. Yes, American slavery had unique aspects, as did Roman slavery, as did Chinese slavery, as did Persian slavery, as did Songhai and Malai slavery. All of them had elements that were unique to them, and and many of the elements uh, that one had were not present in others, granted. However, here is the overriding primary consideration. They couldn't go anywhere. They weren't free to travel. They weren't free to control their own destinies or the fruits of their labor. And that is the salient and most important point of any slavery. Now, having conceded the fact that American slavery had unique aspects, I'm simply going to say for a nation that that was founded in the way it was founded, remember, the first nation arguably in history that wasn't founded organically as a direct result of conquest or through ethnic, tribal loyalties and re- conflict amongst those groups, one that was founded on principles of A, federalism, B, individual liberty, C, sovereignty of the individual states, and the federal government being a contractor for those individual states, and finally, we the people being the most single important constitutional element of them. Hansen didn't have a damn thing to do with the Constitution. He was under the Articles of Confederation which were found to be insufficient to govern the colonies. That's why they came up with the Constitution, because the, uh, the Federation, the articles were too weak. Given the fact that was the way the country was founded, I find it remarkable, let, yes, let me say this again, Just trust it. It is remarkable that this country had slavery for the span of one a lifetime, admittedly a long one, but one lifetime nonetheless. And it was ended on the proposition that it conflicted with the ideals of the founding, among other reasons. There were many reasons. I'm not trying to be naive or simplistic here. But there were a host of reasons it was founded, the central core of which, after all, was the basis for founding the Republican Party. The Democrats wanted slavery in perpetuity. They said so in every one of their presidential platforms. But you had had the, the, the spirit of the founding, the animation of individual liberty being the thrust, the spearhead to eliminate it. And I think this country deserves credit for it, along with all the other Western civilizations that said slavery is inherently, in and of itself, de facto, immoral, wrong, and needs to be abolished. You had that idea nowhere but in the West and particularly in the United States, Great Britain, and France.
9: Uh, this is an odd position for me to be arguing because if I'm frank, I'm also not American. I come from the outside, and I find this, this, the American reverence for founding documents really incredible because why should it be that some people, you know, nearly 300 years ago had the wisdom that people nowadays do not have? Why should it be that a country cannot progress beyond some original founding fathers there? The whole idea of a founding father is ridiculous.
5: Ridiculous. <laughs> the, I, I, I if because you come from the grand other grand side, you don't seem to understand we have an amendatory process in our Constitution to allow exactly what you speak of. If, that's, if It's that been amended same, 27 man. times, sir. 27. My, and it can be amended yeah, again at any time. There's a will to do it.
9: Do you really believe it just creates a question of will, or do you think that as these, these founding fathers uh, of the American uh, Constitution were, they didn't want it to be changed very often, did it? They made it explicitly hard. Sir, to a part they said they did not culture. want it
5: amended for light and transient purposes, so they made it a grave matter to ensure the whims and passions of the moment would not allow a radical change in governance. Absolutely, they were conservative. So they weren't French, French revolutionaries. Were the French Revolution power. was corrupted because it had at its core radicalism. The founders were not radicals. They wanted a deliberative so, process to transform the government. But it was possible, as I said. In its history, we have amended the Constitution 27 times. And by the way, if you talk about the fact that slaves, uh, you know, since slavery didn't have much of a racial element, even though the Romans did consider outsiders barbarians, that's where the term came from, barbarian. They were very contemptuous of barbarians. Uh, Why why don't you ask Spartacus what he felt about revolting against the Romans that held him slaves? They didn't exactly. like it very much. It they are willing to yeah, advance so their lives in order to yeah. defeat it and get free.
4: But yeah. wait a
1: minute. Ho- okay. ho- hold, on. hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why are we talking about the Romans? we talking about what went on here in America. We ain't not talking know. about the exactly. no Romans.
5: Perspective, you know, perspective, historical nuance. Slavery was a universal institution at the time of the founding of the United States. Universal. It was the most contentious subject at the Constitutional oh, Convention. Oh, I forgot. It created except, the most except, argument except and the most heat. Read the debates at the convention. Nothing created more passion and more heat than the arguments over slavery and whether or not to allow it to continue.
1: Yes, but see,
5: (laughs) wait a
1: minute, hold on for a minute, Jamal, hold on for a minute. You know what, Sarge, you are absolutely right, but still, at the writing of the Constitution, they never put anything in there to prohibit or say, no, from this point on, there would be no more slavery. They did not.
3: Where? They They did not.
5: They did. Let me tell you, it's right there in black and white, Mr. Clark. I don't have to make it up. It forbade, the, forbade the importation Where? of slaves into the United States after the year 1808. That was an anti-slavery position written down hey, in black wait, and white. You, the Three-Fifths clause, so. three clause for congressional apportionment was another anti-slavery provision. The Northwest Sorry. Ordinance was another. Sorry, See, when you say on, these please. things, you're ignoring the historical record.
1: No, you're very, you ignore
5: so it. Uh, I just you gave it you it? one that's written, and you want me to read it to you from the Constitution, where it says it? It says it right there in the Constitution. Sorry.
3: All right, so anyway. I'm read it.
5: I'm going to I mean, I have to make this up. See, this is a beautiful thing. I have to make up a thing. It's right here sorry, in our founding document. It's right here. Sorry,
9: who's saying you're ma- sorry okay. can I just get a word? Who's saying that you're making up anything? All I'm saying is... Uh, I Mr. Find I, it very I
5: my
1: no,
9: I'm um, still here. Well, I'm not I'm, – yeah, I'm still here, but like, can I, sorry to, to take over this show for just a second. One question. So from an outsider's perspective, it seems really weird that you fought a civil war, and that civil war is still not resolved because you have people who still celebrate a part of this country that want to uh, remove itself over the question of slavery
5: specifically.
9: If if it was so inbred, if it was such a a, a concern of the founding fathers, how could half the country essentially want to break off just over this one question if they were that committed to it?
5: Well, it wasn't half the country. It was one-third of the country. And okay, uh, well, because there were 11 you know what, slave states there were 34 states at the yeah, time of the Civil the War, so it was, it was one-third. The bloodiest war
9: you've ever been involved in, and you're telling me that it was just, you know, uh, it's not, not that big of a deal. So it's, I'll it's, tell you final. what I'm
5: telling you. I mean, I, I'm very clear as to what I believe, and I have no problem with clarity. I believe in clarity. I'll tell you exactly what I believe. Again, it was one-third of the country wanted to break away over slavery. Remember. It wasn't fought over slavery because Abraham Lincoln himself said if he could save the union without ending slavery, he would do so. Yeah, if he save the union with ending slavery, yeah. he would do so. His primary yeah. thrust was to he save the that. union. Okay, so, so again, the, the, the slavery was not required by the Constitution. It was a tenth amendment matter left to the states. The Democrat Confederacy decided they wanted slavery, and they had it. Okay. What? Now, what? you, could, so, you just, certainly can argue, just, just, and it was immoral, and wrong. slavery is amongst the greatest of human evils. But nonetheless, there was no other way for this country to become one nation in uh, 1776, and particularly 1787, when they had the Constitutional Convention and ratified the Convention. There was no way it was going to be a uh, nation without a concession to allow slavery in the states they wanted it. Now, you could say they were trying to sup with the devil and thought the spoon was long enough. Well, they were wrong. It was an evil problem. You can't do it. We're doing it today, right now. This country is supping with the devil on so many issues, we think our spoon is long enough today. But because we're arrogant and we've got the value of hindsight, we don't see our own contemporary evil any more than those people did in the 18th and 19th centuries. Maybe you might want to think about that too, sir.
9: Oh, no, Hold on, Sarge. I'm not, I'm not pretending that anything is, is just and fair in this world. But if, if, if we're going to talk about where some of these problems oh. exist in modern society, and this extends beyond America, it does come down to this bizarre notion that there's such a thing as a scientific idea of a race. I don't think there is, and I'm pretty sure that there's no scientific evidence for that either. But it was encoded into the version of America, and you never have this, delved into that. Leave me, my friend. I'm a friend of America. I want to see America uh, prosper, because uh, ultimately it's the only hope for the, for the rest of the world in a lot of ways. However, until you deal with this, this fundamental error in, in the, the, what provided the wealth for your nation for a very long time, I don't see how you can progress.
5: Uh, sir. You are aware of a concept known as DNA, I can't pronounce it, you know, diodoxy, nucleo yeah, yeah, acid yeah, whatever yeah, you familiar yeah, with that, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, okay, yeah, well, I've had three yeah. DNA tests run on me. Those DNA tests came back to me. These people knew nothing of my family's history. They looked at genetic markers on my DNA, which pinpointed my ethnic ancestry, and they jive up almost precisely what I know of my family history, as to region and as to people's. They, they, they told me that I had, was descended from a region of people in Louisiana that were known as Cajuns, French people. They found they were Cajuns. My grandfather spoke French. He was a Cajun, a very dark-skinned black man, but he had Cajun and French ancestry. All of the markers indicate what I know of my family history and includes some of my white ancestors. It is scientifically based. Here's what you're not supposed to do with regard to race. You're not supposed to make assumptions or presumptions about the value of an individual based on their race. That is a ge- gen- genetics, race, is simply an indicator of a human being. It is not uh, indi- indicative of their substance or their character, you know, content of character, color to skin, so my, my, of skin, content of care, all that. That's it. Friend, race is friend. a real I, thing. I, it is measurable. There. We have measured it. Sure. It's, it's able to but don't say it's not where scientific. Where there is a scientific from. basic for racial, haplogrouping <laughs> grouping okay. and right. episode grouping.
3: So, Okay, okay. I, I don't
9: want to get tra- trapped down this rabbit hole. Hold, one, just one second, one point, one point. How are you supposed to determine who is from Canada, who is from the United States, and who is from Mexico? Is that a racial thing, or is that, is that a... a, a, uh, a, a uh, no, sir, that's not the way it's determined.
5: Okay, okay, no, you, no, no, it it goes has to do with mitochondria no, and the ancestral this, this, line
3: even that women Europe, pass even on to Europe, their children. How do you
9: determine, excuse me, even in Europe, how do you determine who's from northern, northern Italy versus southern Germany versus, versus Swiss versus Austria? Be, because based upon it's, it's available, the available the evidence. Area. Remember,
5: science is always subject to alteration when you get new evidence. I'm speaking of what we currently
9: know. there's no such thing. But, No, No, I'm trying to answer your question, question. I want to
5: answer it, but the best I can. I mean, I'm not a geneticist. But I'm just saying that based upon what they understand, all of humankind, all of us are descended from 99 basic clans that spread out throughout the world. (laughs) 99. And we have the regions in which those clans originated. All right. That's how they can tell. The mitochondrial DNA, we have a basis, a start point for pretty much all of these clans.
2: Okay. Sarge, All right, Sarge. I, I, I will, I
5: will,
9: I, I will agree with. I will disagree with one thing. You should determine people by based off of who they are rather than what they look like. But I don't think we're absolutely. There yet. And, and, I agree. I believe I, that I,
5: more than any other single concept. Okay. You do not the, the race of a human being is incidental to the worth as a human being. I place absolutely, absolutely no value whatsoever on a person's race, other than as a descriptor.
3: Okay,
1: all right. We're going we to stop right there since we got an agreement on something. We're going to stop right there because I got about 10 minutes left. <laughs> all right. Um, wow. Yeah, but a very wow. interesting discussion. Yes, very, very. But, you know, it, it just goes back to show why you need to just go and put it all out there. Put it out there. You know, if it's ugly, it's ugly. Just that simple. You know. And I think that's that's part of the problem. You have people on one side that say no, this is not true. And and, blah, blah, and then they'll go back to the Constitution, which con- the only thing the Constitution says about slavery at one point is the, uh, the ships can't be um, uh, configured to hold slaves, you know, or they can't be transported into to the United States. But that don't mean they said slavery had to end. See? And that's what I'm saying about the original con- the Constitution that everybody want to yell about. And that's my other argument. Nowhere in, in the original Constitution where it says anything that no slavery. It doesn't say that. Now, yes, there was an argument about it, and some some of them wanted to stop slavery. There was others in the in the convention that wanted to keep slavery. And instead of fighting to make a compromise, they said, "Okay, you're gonna keep it." it okay, we just won't even mention it. Like it, it was invisible. Now, about the Romans, Ethiopians, Persians, whatever, that's marks next to me. It really is. Yes, slavery was going on all around the world. But it was, you know, I can't tell you about that. I'll just tell you about what happened in this country right here, okay? And the 1619 Project, contrary to what a lot of people feel, I think this is a good thing and it needs to, to be allowed. If you can allow Asian American history to be taught, I mean, what sense does that make, uh, Dan? I'm
2: going to agree with you in principle, but what Sarge said is true, and I'm only learning about the 1619 Project from what he's saying, from what you're saying, and from what little I've heard or read before I got on the show. If he's saying that the the scholarship is shoddy, that the person who is um, a founding author, let's say, of the 1619 Project, if she herself admits that some of her scholarship, her research, um, has to be redacted as a result of inadequacies and inaccuracies. Mean, That's you know that kind of you have to take that into consideration as well. Well, okay. yeah.
9: Just, can I say one thing? Can I say, just so with this, one of the benefits of this obviously is that we're having this conversation. Like it's it, it's elevating it. I think that the people who just want to shut it down think of their motives. Why would they want not to have the conversation about? Slavery in America, as a founding exactly. principle
2: Yes, but it yep. has to be brought but, out in context. The people who want the 1619 project are not going to talk about its supposed inadequacies, just like the people who, who, uh, who don't want it are not going to talk about um, you know um, it's the it's, it's many. Many. Yeah. yeah.
9: What well, and I, I think we like any of us who who've gone you know like through elementary school or high school, it really depends on the future the, the, no, the, conversation. the it's just like right. Well, to a degree, I mean, it, again, you got to, there's a whole mess of worms we can get into, but at the end of the day, this is a conversation that this kind of project should inspire. It's a conversation about, and it doesn't have to be, a, it, it can be friendly, but it doesn't necessarily have to be without emotion. It, sh- it shouldn't be without emotion. People should have these conversations.
2: And they should, but are the are the disparities on both sides of the aisle, both sides of the argument, are they being taught in school, or are they being taught that the critical race theory, founded upon the 1619 project, okay, has nothing but merit? I'm what I'm, I'm not talking about the merits of Black Americans and how, how what they've contributed to America. I'm talking about the 1619 project as being um, uh, America being the uh, uh, founding solely upon um, the atrocities of slavery. If that is being taught in school, and if that is a lie, then it's a lie that should be exposed, and not because the children um, have gone through grade one through grade eight or grade three or grade four
1: being taught Mm. that. Yeah, well, Uh, you know what?
9: I'd be very surprised if that's the the reality for any student.
1: (laughs) Right. But you know what? I'm going to let you go ahead and check it out, Joe. And then we'll have this discussion on it again. um, See what you take, your take on it. Um, But something else I wanted to get to real quick before we get off. So we're going over, okay? We're going over. So if you ain't on the line, get on the line. We're going over a little bit. Bill Cosby got released last week. And everybody, there's a lot of people up in arms about it. Now, as I said on the show when he was going through his trial, about that document that 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 that, um um deposition he gave that wasn't supposed to be reopened it wasn't supposed to be reopened he he had a deal now bill cosby got caught up in um um, two political movements you know he got caught up in the me too movement and he got caught up in in the election of the prosecuting attorney trying to get elected right Mm -hmm. now Now, this is not to say that, you know, I'm I'm for rapists or whatever. However, in this instance, the right thing was done when they released him because he should have never been taken to trial anyway. You know, he shouldn't have. And see, what people don't understand, Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby was convicted. Okay, y'all, who making all that noise there? Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby was, Bill Cosby was uh, convicted on today's standards. And back then he was a big star, and them and I'm still gonna say them young ladies knew what they were doing when they went went up to his house, you know. And let's be, they had groupies, you know. People don't don't use that word anymore, but they were groupies, and we know groupies would do anything to get with a star. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and even her up, friend but, man, and and, and even, even her friend even her friend said that was her intention to go up there and, and you know, see if she can't get some money from him or whatever. And then he paid these these women money. So, you know, yeah, shut up. Shut up. You got a problem with Bill Cosby being released, oh well, get over it. You know, that's y'all keep telling us telling us about slavery, get over it. So get over that. You know, the man shouldn't have never been in prison. All right. All right, so anybody else got any comments? You know, I just had to get that out there.
9: Uh, well, just, just on a second, the reason why I got let out, though, is because the, the evidence that he voluntarily gave uh, was not supposed to be used against him in a criminal trial, and that's why I got Correct. out. However,
3: Correct. Uh,
9: uh, however, I disagree with the premise that you just laid down there. Um, if if they were groupies, if they just wanted to, you know, get with them, uh, why do you need to drug them? So, you know, I mean, he's still a piece of shit in my mind, but, uh, you know, that's that's
1: just me. Well, you know, in his testimony, he said Benadryl. So Benadryl, when did Benadryl become a drug? And the Jamal. Uh, but here's the, Jamal, here's the other thing. Why did they go back? Why did she go back? She didn't go back once. She went back two or three multiple times. Why did she go well, back? From
9: what I, well, from what I understand, it wasn't just one, right? Like, we're talking about multiple, multiple women here. So... You know, like uh, Bill, Bill Cosby, he, he's always had a, something to say about everyone else, how they live their lives. But, uh, you know, when, uh, when it was exposed, what he was doing, it, it was even uglier than I think anyone could imagine.
2: Well, the thing is, I don't know. I, I know very really little about the case. Um, I, I didn't know that he was using it. The thing is, uh, I brings up a good point. If the woman who was a victim of being drugged, and if she realizes that, that she was drugged, and she goes back a minimum of three times, something fishy there. Well, yeah,
9: but that's one person, right? If we're talking again. We're not just talking about one person.
1: We're talking about the other. But Jamal, you have to. Uh, the reason why I'm talking about whatever name is Contraid or whatever, because that is the one he was convicted for. That's the one he went to prison for.
9: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, no, fair enough. I, oh, I, for all that
2: cases, oh, okay. like,
1: 30, like 30 years ago, too. Yeah. You know, and the other thing was, you know, they they indicted him, what, five days? I think it was five days before the statute of limitation ran out. So that was shady in itself. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, so that that was shady within itself. So...
9: Yeah, let's be let, yeah, let's be real. Like he he was also yeah. he also went after him because he was a celebrity, and it was very high profile. So, think yeah. hey, when you have to elect your DAs and, and your prosecutors and whatnot that that's going to affect uh, how they how they go after cases.
3: Mm. Now,
9: now yeah.
1: wait a minute, wait on hold on. Now I'm for the brace up. So I'm for the break it home. Okay, so they went after Bill They got him and all that. And Jamal, you said, well, there were multiple women. All right? Yep. But this country went and put a man in in the seat as the president of the United States that had the same claims against him.
3: You must be talking about Clinton.
1: No, I ain't talking about no dang on Clinton. (laughs) Well, you're not talking about Trump now, are you? (laughs) Yeah, I'm talking about Trump. Uh, uh. We know know Clinton got his in office, so, yeah, he's going to get Uh, away with that. Way before. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and the guy was on tape saying what he was doing. That but Hollywood access
2: tape is not about yeah. him grabbing uh, the mm-hmm. vagina. It's about celebrities who have the power because of their celebrity that they could if they wanted to. I don't think yeah. in, in the tape he ever said that
1: he did it. Oh, he did it. You know, him being him, he did it. But well, anyway, let's, my let's, point. My point, yeah, is, yeah. my point is, my point is this. You know everybody railing against uh, Bill Cosby, but they took and let Trump become president. He still he, he still got people suing him, and the the bad part about it, the Department of Justice has decided to defend him against a case against um another writer right now. You know, the, for because she claimed he she, he raped her. See, that's that's what? what I'm saying. When when you look at what this country does, you know the the. The uh, hypocrisy is just overwhelming.
3: Well, yeah, the hypocrisy well, I would, I would think of,
2: that uh, most people, of politicians were... here in America has always been overwhelming, but people haven't really realized it simply because the Internet only been around for the last 20 years or so. Prior to that, but, we only had to get our knowledge from newspapers um, and, of course, the slant that was in the newspapers. But uh, politicians have never been there for us. Agreed.
9: Well, let's also be honest here. Like Trump, uh, you know, the, guy, the people who are defending Trump for those, for those statements are probably also not the ones who are defending uh, Bill Cosby, right? And there's, there's definitely an element there that's
2: uh, unsavory so?
9: why they, they
2: – Facts have, have the Facts have to be taken within the context. The Hollywood Access Tape, well, we which do. was edited, people used against Trump saying he grabbed women's private parts. Yeah, absolutely, Don't meet yeah. in the tape where I mean, it says he admitted it.
9: No, I'm I'm just saying that the people who would think who would think he would use, do that wouldn't be the same people that would uh you know uh, pardon, uh Bill Cosby for what he what he supposedly did or did you know is being convicted. No, to.
2: his pardon was based on a technicality because of the prosecution, the first prosecutor's deal which yeah, yeah. which, which was not which was not opinion. Huh?
1: I'm just talking about in the court of public opinion. that oh, well, well, okay. would yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, to be fair, yeah, I, I mean, also say, uh, to be fair, I also said, um, you know, with with this Cosby thing, he did something that the others didn't do, and in that deposition, he admitted to, to giving them Benadryl or you know something like that. This uh-huh. one one girl, anyway. So, you know, and that's why I said. Oh, you, you, oh, man. That, you know, Trump has fought it, you know, whatever, no matter how much evidence against them. And Weinstein, all of them, you know, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. So they still out, I think, walking around. Uh, but, you I know, think, no, Cosby got, got caught and went to jail. Huh?
9: But I think Weinstein got
1: convicted. Did he? Did he get convicted? I think so. Okay. I think so, well, that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. So. You know, it, it's I don't know.
9: No. Can, can I back it up? Like, here's the crazy thing: these are all like three very wealthy people, very wealthy men, and we all know how the world works. Why, right. you know, for them it's about it, it, it's it's about power for them, right? They don't need to be doing this. They don't need to be you know walking around doing whatever the hell they're doing. It's because they have the power, and that's 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 what actually gets them off. Not to be gross, but that's that's what they that's what they like to be able to force someone to do something they don't want to do.
2: Okay. Uh, first off, Trump, um, again, have to have to show me inside the tape, where it says he admitted it, all of them, of course, powerful men, and they all feel that they're entitled. Uh, Trump is the biggest megalomaniac I've ever seen. The thing is, Weinstein may be a close second because he was the, the head of what, uh, IMAX? And he always had you know, yep. women women who were of B stature trying to become A stature, and even women of A stature who didn't mind laying down for him. Yes, he may have committed, I wouldn't call them atrocities, I would call them um, exposing himself, but for women to say, ah, oh, he dropped his pants and I was traumatized for 20 years, that's bull. Okay? And if, uh, I'm not saying Weinstein's an I angel, know. I am saying that if they want you, they'll get you uh, i don't yeah. man, uh, that's a that's a bold statement that's a bold statement I, you well, know like pulled, i mean <laughs> I
3: just,
2: did, did, okay what proof was there uh, of one to with mean, somebody
0: well, no no no
9: like here's the thing I, I wasn't i wasn't
2: like i'm not talking about the facts
9: i'm just saying that if they didn't want to they wouldn't be there kind of that that kind of mentality
2: i, I you know, or traumatized. Well, if you're in front I mean, of the powers I mean, that be, you're, like, yeah. for example, Cuomo. Cuomo recently has been has had like seven women against him, uh, accusing him of sexual harassment. I've uh, I, uh, I've read some of the um, the the allegations against him. He grabbed a woman's mm-hmm. face at a at a wedding. That's sexual harassment, according to this woman. Met him once. He grabbed her, um, held down to the face for a few seconds. Didn't make any overtures uh, that a, a normal woman doesn't get when she goes inside a bar, even even less. But well, here, th- that's, that's a good I'm point, at. though. The thing is, so is the thing. that he's he was a Democrat. He was um, um, part of the Democratic machine in New York, but the <laughs> but they the uh, the Attorney General I got a name Letitia James I think it is is a Democrat yeah, as well. Right. As he is. And she, she was filing charges against him, but she also was the one, when Cuomo signed that directive, making the, um, uh, the people with COVID, the patients who had COVID, force them to go to nursing homes, she wrote a directive right behind him, telling the nursing homes that they had to take, and follow, take the patients and follow the directive of Cuomo, yet she's now prosecuting him. So the point is, is that he was a favorite son, and I'm assuming that he pissed off somebody high up in the Democratic Party or a lobbyist in order for the Me Too movement and for Leticia James to reverse course and go against him. Now you haven't heard anything about him, so I'm assuming he said mea culpa, mea culpa, and now he's back there uh, doing his bullshit again.
3: Hmm. Well, I mean, hmm.
9: I can't speak for the, the potential like corruption, but but let's let's
3: uh,
5: here,
9: Here's a question. Have you ever been propositioned? I'm assuming you're... I I don't want to make any assumptions, but uh, but are you a straight male? (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because because if if you've ever been in a... Have you ever been in a weird proposition,
2: a weird situation? I have been propositioned, where, but not, not quite as boldly as uh, men do to women, which uh, I think you're pointing to. Right, exactly. Yeah, okay.
9: So, yeah, yeah, when the situation is flipped on you, which it is being flipped on me, in a, uh-huh. in a, in a weird scenario, and I, right. I don't want to get into it, because I was, it's, it's a very weird position to be in. And it's something completely foreign to me. I think it would be very foreign to you as well. And I, it didn't traumatize me, but then again, it was very mild. And I'm sure it could be very traumatizing for
2: people who are not so mild. I would think if the proposition went beyond, thank you, ma'am, but I'm not interested interested right now. And she started putting her hands on you and not letting you leave and stuff. Yeah, but I have been lucky enough to have had women who, like the way I dance, um, come up to me, proposition me, and it was not traumatic. Well, what, what,
9: well, no, but think about just thinking of not, not even, like, let's say another guy came up to you and did that
2: okay, in a very point, forceful way. good point. If a guy, it, it, um, some cr- gay guy who was drunk, who also liked the way I danced and didn't want me to leave and stuff like that, um, I it would be traumatic because I would be in jail for having hurt him.
9: Well, but especially if he's your boss, <laughs> what do you do then? Huh? If he's your boss. If, if, if he's the... If, like so, if you ever worked a political job, okay. There's, there's no union. There's, right. there's no protect job protection. You you depend on, you know. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. uh, Cuomo, Governor Cuomo, or whoever, and you, you have, have no to- power because you're just a staffer. You can what be point? hired and fired without cause.
1: If hmm. that
2: happens, right. If a boss is yeah. Say, um, and my job, which was a good job, depended upon you know satisfying his whims. Would I like it when I quit? Hell no. Would I be traumatized?
7: Yeah. Would you?
2: No. I have been fired because of my big mouth a number of times, and I have, well, let me see, a couple of them. I have been fired like eight times. I have been asked by five of the people who not only fired me, but I left on my own also, to come back because they realized my work ethic, okay, and my productivity uh, was pretty good, <laughs> and the people they hired sure. after me did not match it. So that, that,
1: that's the first my good, but,
2: but to be traumatized and get to thing, your that, point. Go
1: ahead. But uh, what, what? But what if it? But that, it what what if it, it, Yeah. What if it was a man? Would that? If, just, you I'm would do? If, a, if a man came
2: was propositioning me and I quit as a result, it wouldn't be traumatic. It would be highly annoying, highly irritating, because I've been fired and I've had to go look for work as a result of my my mouth speaking up, being mm. a semi activist, um, in, in certain situations and having gotten fired for, paid the price for it. I didn't get traumatized. It was highly annoying, very inconvenient because it would take a while. I always got I got eighty seven percent of the jobs I ever applied for, but uh, but for me to get the interview, God. Dog, that was hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. You know. yeah. Ooh. But once I got the interview, it was it was it was gravy. But I'm just
9: saying, okay. so that, that's and that's great. Uh, I wouldn't discount that, but I'm just saying it's a bit different when your whole life, you know, despite doing well in school, despite getting the, the right internships and whatnot, right. and then you got to rely on one squeeze ball to make sure that your career goes forward. And the only way that's going to happen is if you, you know, pretend to be interested in them and in sexually.
2: So if you're talking I'm talking saying that,
9: that can mess with your head.
2: Yeah. Well, it can if you're talking about the Hollywood mentality. Most of the people that are in the music business and the, uh, the Hollywood um, environment, they need to be applauded. They need their egos on demand that their identity be dependent upon strangers loving them. So it's weird. So for them to be and that's the traumatized, politics. I can believe it. Would the normal person that's, that's, be traumatized? Doubt it.
9: Well, I don't know about that. Because right. if you want to <laughs> succeed in politics, just like you want to succeed in the entertainment industry, you know, like I can only imagine what someone like Aaliyah had to go through to get where she was. You know, all the uh, right Beyonce, whoever. You know, like I imagine they had to do some pretty... They had they didn't to at least pretend to. to be interested.
2: They didn't have to. If well, they, if they, well, if they think, submitted yeah. to the if casting... If they just wanted
9: to be someone like karaoke singer, then yeah, you're right.
2: No, no, well, they didn't have to. They could either choose to or um, seek stardom another way. Meryl Streep, did she have to do it? Who knows? Um, what percentage of uh, actors probably. and actresses had to submit to the, uh, to the casting couch? Who knows? If you, can, if you know the figures, let me know. Right. Well,
9: I don't. I mean, but I. I think you're trying to ascribe some kind of rationality to
2: a situation not, which no, is no, inherently irrational. No. What I'm saying Cause is, were, is that because
9: you because you were explaining with your own job experience that you were rehired because of how good of a worker you are, how you can't quantify that with the entertainment industry or politics,
2: especially sure you you're can.
9: not you're not a brand name.
2: Sure you can. No, no, nobody. nobody in those industries. My resume. That That's why it was hard for me to get um, interviews because. Um, going for, going through my career when in any career when you have very little experience you don't have a lot of productivity that you can put on your um on your resume you don't have a lot of achievements you don't have the kind of yep. knowledge that will that will impress the future employer okay when you ever stall it because i'm'm I'm pretty sure you're not talking about men right now you're talking about Young girls who are trying to come up in the entertainment field and how they've been um, propositioned, how they've been traumatized. I say no. I say woman up, because you've seen a guy's balls flying in front of you and you run out of the hotel room. That's not an excuse for you to be traumatized to the extent that 20 years later you want to ruin a man's career because you saw you saw him naked because he was an asshole. Okay. Or shouldn't That's what there I'm be
9: saying. some consequences for being an asshole? Like especially on that not of him,
2: for, not for the rumination of a man's career, something that was done 20 years ago. No.
9: Well, I think Dr. Cosby is okay financially.
2: Well, I'm not talking about Cosby. I'm talking about politicians and the Me Too movement. But Cosby, if he well, drugged legi- if he, if he oh. drug women, he should have paid the price. Like
9: who are we talking about then?
2: I'm, well, I thought you were talking about women in general being traumatized in the entertainment industry. I didn't know you were specifically Pointing at Bill well, I mean, being only.
9: Well, we're talking about we're talking about powerful power imbalance, which is normally a money imbalance. So right. Unless unless we're talking about people who have no money and still, have, you know, I, then they wouldn't be in those positions to begin with.
2: Yeah, and you were also talking and making the point or trying to make the point that women who had to submit to these men had to; they didn't have any other choices, and as a result, they were traumatized. My point of view is, if they were traumatized they had to women up. And because the people who are in the entertainment business are in the business for different reasons than civilians like myself because they need, their ego demands, their identity demands that they be accepted, loved, applauded, and stars. And as a result, well, their egos th- are already paper thin to begin with. I
9: think hmm. on that note, not because I'm I'm going to concede anything quite yet, but I, I think I
3: should probably
1: get going. <laughs> I don't
2: want, I don't, not I don't yet. want not yet. Okay.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, hey, All guys, right. What
2: about um,
9: conversation?
3: Okay, All right. Thank well, well, thank you, Jamal.
2: Yeah. This All is right. this was this is one very You're interesting welcome. show. Um. We uh, yeah, very interesting show. Well, well, thank you, Joe. I appreciate
3: that. <laughs> No, I
2: mean, most of your shows have, are informed, are informative, and they have, you know, the level of interest. But this was t- tackling topics which are I mean, very incendiary nowadays, and yet it didn't, we didn't have,
1: uh, you know, fistfights. <laughs> <I mean,
2: yeah.
3: laughs>
1: right. <laughs> Good point. Good point. All right, well, we're going to have to get out of here you know what time. Jamal, you still there? Uh, I guess, uh, maybe gone
3: trying to
1: put on mute but before you go we'll do this thing called the last words and so I'm gonna let you go and get some last words in. So go ahead. Give me a last thought.
9: uh, uh my last thoughts, uh I think I think this is <laughs> I I don't really got anything very inspiring to think, say except that I, I was, it's good to have these conversations. I think with more of these conversations Yep. Or what is what yep. needed um, as long as as long as we hear each other when we're saying things, not just speaking at
1: each other. Hmm.
3: Okay. okay, that'll work. Thank
1: All you. right, thank you, sir, and uh, you have thank a good you. one. You All right, let's See, I wonder is this who I think it is. Let me see. All right. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, I knew it was. Go ahead, because I know you <laughs> want to get yours in. Go ahead.
7: Me about Bill Cosby now. Bill Cosby went to prison, and they lost the show. You can't even see nothing Bill Cosby could do because of of, of what they said he did. Now, you can see everything Trump, he's still on TV. They ain't taking nothing away from him for all the things he did. And the women that were with Bill Cosby, they had to be addicts. What do an addict do when they want to get some drugs? Go to the person that will give them to
3: them. Don't
7: they? So, as I say, they were grouping around with Dean Martin, because he wasn't, he wasn't Bill Cosby at the time he was doing this. He was uh, he was Mr. Kill the there. And, Joe, you stop saying you agree with everything Sarge because Sarge ain't saying too much. Because John Hanson helped, helped create Thanksgiving, too. Look it up and you can see it for yourself. But Sarge ain't saying nothing but a whole lot of words with uh-huh. no meaning. And uh-huh. who, cares uh-huh. about, who, cares who cares about, about, his, about DNA? his DNA? Nobody.
3: Who
2: cares about what? And that
7: supposed to make him different than anybody else?
2: Who, who, no, it doesn't. Who cares about what, man?
7: His DNA. And one question um, I got for you, Joe, today is, like, why do we have – a right civil rights bill to vote and you just vote. When we get the same thing as a right to vote and not a a, a bill to vote. Why because, because, because uh, huh? I'm uh, still looking. I said why do we have a right to vote and you just vote? You don't have a civil rights bill to vote where they have to vote the, on
3: it. Why
7: why is that? If okay. America is such a great uh, thing. Let me do. know
2: let me know when you ask me that for the tenth time so that I can answer for the first time. <laughs>
7: I'm, why won't they let it happen?
2: I'm going to tell you Because of the atrocities of slavery As a result of the Jim Crow um, Environment that followed slavery since People didn't want to let like go of slavery Jim Crow had to be fought against When it was fought against No it,
4: it,
2: does. it doesn't
7: All I got to do, is, do is, is get rid of that right And let everybody have the same rights to vote And that'll, that'll take care of that we ain't got to go through no okay. gym club and all of that. Okay. Okay. And people talking about a race ride and everything else. Why don't we have the same rights you have?
2: Mm-hmm. I was trying to explain. But you know what, Maze, With my experience with you, I will just keep quiet and allow no, you, you No, to-
7: you don't need to be quiet. I want you to. I just ask no, you to. No, I think
2: break. I do because every time I do, then you interrupt, and then you repeat yourself, and then do you, you think, act as well you
7: didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. listen. Let me put it this way, do you think we should have the same rights you have to where well, it wouldn't have to come up every 20 years for us to do, uh, act? We got to act you on. So do you think that that should change?
2: Yeah I, think, yeah, I think black people should have the same rights to vote as white people and Asians and Hispanics and everybody else, yes.
7: So that's all you had to say. Thank you.
2: That's all I had to With say that, I'm, Have a good one <laughs> Goodbye man Okay Yeah Alright Joe Well you know I'm a man of uh, Very few words I just want everybody to be safe Secure um, And do your research And it's good to have conversations Like this uh, like this, because People can, um, can Talk to each other Instead of talking at each
4: other
1: Uh, That is true. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, that's going to do it for me. Thank you, Joe. And hopefully I'll talk to you next week.
3: Yeah,
1: hopefully, yeah.
3: Hopefully,
2: yeah. Okay. All
1: right. All right. Be good. Be
2: safe. All
1: right. All right, right, y'all. Great show. Great show. Outstanding. And everybody said the same thing. These are the conversations we need to have, right? If we have the conversation, why can't it be taught in our schools? Now, all those legislations out there that have passed laws, y'all need to talk to them and say, no, hey, no, 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 no. No, You know, no, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah, and some of you are going to be like, oh, my God. But you get over it, you know? It needs to be done. Get it out there. Get it out there. Put the information out and we probably be a better place contrary to what the the the, the naysayers and so-called historians you know that's a, that's an interesting thing in itself well there's historians that disagree well of course some of them going to disagree because some of them wrote some of the stuff that's considered history nobody wants their stuff questioned or or, or re reexamined but sometimes that is exactly what it takes But we'll get there eventually. I still stand. Sixteen nineteen should be taught in schools. Okay, it, it should because it has a lot of history that hasn't been told, uh, that needs to be told. A uh, lot of lot of lessons that can be learned as well. But we'll see. Depends on who's in charge, I guess. All right, that's going to do it for me, y'all. I'm going to get up out of here. I appreciate everybody that hung out with me today, Joe. Of course, Joe. Y'all know what? Joe is my, my, my quote-unquote um, unofficial co-host. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm going to say. We'll thank P. Ross, Sarge, P. Yankee, Jamal, Mays, everybody else who's listening. We'll listen later. Thank y'all for hanging out with me, and thank you for – Hanging out with him for reals, because I haven't been on the air in about a month or so. So thank you for coming back. I appreciate that. It means a lot. All right. So we're going to get out of here and bring you some Bruno Mars and the song everybody loves and loves lately. Leave the door open. And um, I'll see y'all next week. Just remember, keep smiling. show appreciation. Give with open heart. But make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. You can laugh at yourself. Everything else is just groovy. Okay. Until next week, y'all. This is Mr. Talk said. Have fun. See ya. I'm out of here. Flipping. 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 What you do? What you do? Where you at? Where you
3: at?
4: Oh, you got plans. You got plans. Don't say that. Shut your truck. I'm sipping. Wine. I look too, good, look too good to be good. alone, Ooh. my house clean. house clean, my pool warm, pool warm. just shake, like a newborn. We should be dancing, romancing in the key swing and the wedding. we you're so sweet, so sweet, so tight, so tight. I won't bite uh-uh. unless you like.